know right away that I don't laugh nearly enough. Um, my personality is engaging and I love people, but I am very serious when I'm actually doing my work. Um, I work long hours. Um, I usually have a lot of stress, but I don't really mind it because I love challenges and taking things to the next level. So I guess you could say I'm a very driven person. And because of that, for some reason over the years, um, laughing, you know, just for the hay of it <laughs> almost seems ridiculous. And I'm an actress. I can laugh on right. cue if I have to, uh, you know, right. if I have to go into the right. character, <laughs> but to just laugh like for no reason, kind of for my own life, it feels awkward and weird. And it's like, you kind of feel naked in front of other people. Right. And I'm like, oh, this, this is stupid. Like what is right. happening? So Welcome back to Scotland Talks, bringing you less stress and more success with, got it, the power of joy. I'm Anne Scotland. Thank you so much for joining me again here today. Please do like and subscribe uh, to this platform so that I can help keep this content coming to you. And today we are talking more about healthy ways of work-life integration, how to make life a better and more energetic and joyful place. And the perfect guest would be someone who's an expert around laughter, since one of the key pillars of joy is finding your laughter. So today in the studio, I have Sarah Routman. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Anne. It's so great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited to have you here today and to talk about this. Um, and just to let you all know what Sarah is all about. Um, she is a laughter expert. Uh, after getting a master's in adult education, she ran two nonprofits for years. And then she became a laughter expert, which is also something that I'm going to ask her about. So um, Yes, welcome, Sarah. And what is the number one reason we need to laugh more? Oh my gosh. Um, laughter really, truly is the best medicine. And if you're looking to integrate health and wellness into your work life and you want it to spill over into your personal life, there's nothing better than laughter because you always have it with you. And hopefully by the end of this time, you're going to know how much you have the power to call it up anytime you want. That's amazing. I absolutely love that. Um, so tell me a little bit of background. Um, how in the world, what in the world motivated you to become a laughter expert? And, uh, and how did that journey, what did that look like for you? Well, it was quite an unusual journey. As a matter of fact, I was living on the bathroom floor of my daughter's hospital room mm. and she had an immune deficiency and my husband was visiting from, he was home with the other kids. He had her in his lap and he was pointing to a very colorful poster that's right behind me that said, I love you very much. And when he got to, I love you, she was 18 months old. He was holding her in his lap. When he got to you, he started tickling her and they started laughing. Now I was already optimistic. Her room was decorated really nicely, but I just was taken to a different place. Mm. And it was as though she said, forget all this, all these machines, all this problem, and let's just go somewhere else. And I was really moved in that moment. I saw laughter differently than I had ever seen it before. 
And so I started looking for it. And it was years later when my older daughter's friend became a laughter yoga leader and invited me to attend a session. And if Molly asks, you go. (laughs) And so she asked about 40 strangers to start laughing on purpose. And we kind of looked at each other a little awkward. Next thing we knew, we were laughing and couldn't stop. And by the end, 45 minutes later, as I walked into the parking lot, I'm like, this is what I've been looking for. And if this is something that I can teach someone that I need to teach everyone I know, because it's a powerful tool to be able to generate laughter for yourself when you need it. Wow. This is so fascinating and such a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, and I know right away that I don't laugh nearly enough. Um, my personality is engaging and I love people, but I am very serious when I'm actually doing my work. Um, I work long hours. Um, I usually have a lot of stress, but I don't really mind it because I love challenges and taking things to the next level. So I guess you could say I'm a very driven person. And because of that, for some reason over the years, um, laughing, you know, just for the hay of it (laughs) almost seems ridiculous. And I'm an actress. I can laugh on cue if I have to, you know, if I have to go into a a character, (laughs) but to just laugh, like, for no reason, kind of for my own life, it feels awkward and weird. It's like, you kind of feel naked in front of other people. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this is stupid. Like what is right. happening? So, yo, know, how do you deal with that when people come into this and have kind of these normal doubts, I guess. Right. Well, so it's really all about education because once you learn some of the science behind intentional laughter, purposeful, playful laughter, it really unlocks a key that gives you permission Mm. to put more play into your life. It's very tied to play. And then it's almost like play is the thing and laughter is the side effect. And so you're starting with the desire for the side effect. And so how do I get there? And so what happens in your body is your body doesn't know the difference between laughing on purpose Or waiting till something's funny. Now, what percentage of laughter do you think comes from thinking something is funny? Well, in real life, most of it. No, no, only 20%. Only 20% of laughter comes from humor. Now, as adults, we tend not to laugh as much. Kids laugh hundreds of times a day for no reason. And as adults, most adults would fall into the same category that you described yourself. It's not that they don't want to laugh, but just escape them because they're focused and they're serious. And in fact, laughter can help you become more focused even, but it takes away the stress. Like right now, $19 billion a year is spent on healthcare costs related to workplace stress. And that was before COVID. And so we're holding a lot of stress in our body. And if we can learn how to de-stress in a moment, by adding some joy and laughter, oh my gosh, it's just, it helps us with focus, with team building. And there's so many really cool little tidbits of science that help you to unlock that awkwardness. And when you know that people tend to laugh when they're awkward, when they're scared, then that kind of gives you permission. Uh huh. Now that does make sense. Yes, it does make sense. It's easy to laugh when you're nervous for some people, when you're awkward when you're scared as a deflection, if communication is awkward, Mm -hmm. um, so many different things. But I know that this is not humor either, 
but I love dogs, all my listeners. and viewers. Oh yeah. I love dogs and you do too. Right. So <clears throat> when my little dogs come running in and they're doing something funny on the floor and they're like chasing each other and one's got the other one by the tail and they're goofing around and it's so sweet and so cute and so really joyful. Right. Yep. And I just laugh out loud because it's so <clears throat> precious. And for me, that's why animals are a vital part of my emotional wellness, because they're a huge part of what brings me that grounding, happiness, laughter, that joy. So that's kind of the authentic laughter that we would want more of other than just practicing it, right, is really allowing ourselves permission to read those moments and really fully express them instead of like, oh, that's cute, back to work. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. So in that moment when you are laughing because of your dog, or if you have a child or you're watching children play, it's a tiny little moment when we give ourselves permission to be in that moment. And if we can let go of self-judgment and not stop ourselves, like really let that laugh come out and be as big as you want it to be in that moment, because somewhere along the line as adults, we stop ourselves from just laughing out loud. Even when you're nervous, it's okay to just really let it go. My daughter laughed at her grandfather's funeral hysterically. Now, thankfully, it did sound like she was crying because she felt very, but she came to me, mom, what's wrong with me? And your body has this wonderful gift that it gives you. When you laugh, it helps you find equilibrium. So if you can embrace that when you're without calling it up on purpose when your body gives it to you. Just let it go. Don't hold it in because it's helping mm. you feel better in a moment. This so when you stressed, it just gets you in a balanced place. That is amazing. And actually makes me think because obviously we're all different, even, you know, biologically and, you know, generally male or female, we have different relationships with emotion, or at least how we've been taught, we can practice it to be right. Right. Um, but I know for years, um, I would need an out, an emotional outlet. And as a kid, um, I mean, you can't laugh at your parents when they correct you or, (laughs) it's not, it's not a successful, it's not a successful enterprise. Right. So, but I learned, uh, and my parents were strict. They weren't indulgent at all, but also I was in an environment where I couldn't really express what I thought. Mm -hmm. So I learned to cry. I learned not just, I don't think I was trying to get pity at the beginning. I think I just realized that crying actually made me feel better. It was a way of getting it out, which is absolutely healthy. And all human beings should be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So that became my go-to. You know, if I had a really bad day at work as a young adult, I'd go home and have a good cry. And it wasn't, I didn't cry at work, thank God, most of the time, (laughs) but I would go home and have that good cry. But what I didn't realize was there would be other ways to emotionally vent that pent up energy, Mm -hmm. like laughter, Right. because the crying did tend to take me to a pity party place. It was sort of a self-indulgent place. And there's not nothing intrinsically wrong with it, but it wasn't necessarily doing any good for me other than just creating this outlet, letting off steam. So, you know, how would I teach someone else how to go to laughter instead? 
Well, so it's important to have two decisions. <laughs> the first one is we don't have to have humor. Humor is fabulous, but it's not necessary. And so we're 30% more likely to laugh if we're with someone else. It's and true. so getting together with someone else, one little tiny exercise that you might do is something called smile ups. So if you're in a moment and it's a little stressful or you just know I'm about to walk into a meeting and I want to present my best self, right? And I want to plaster a smile on my face, but it feels really weird. Okay, so practice first, go to a mirror in, unless you have a person that you could practice with and do 10 smile ups. Smile ups is like push ups for your mouth. <laughs> and it's just a smile and then a relax, a smile and a relax. Now, what you're doing while you're smiling is you're sending endorphins to your brain. This is number four. Those endorphins are sending stress out the window. So, stress is disappearing <laughs> from your body. We're at six now. And now, dopamine and serotonin are coming in and they're taking a vacation in your body. And that means that they're flooding your body with all these feel-good chemicals, and you're literally shifting your brain chemistry. And I think I have one more after this. And if laughter comes in the meantime, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And often, if you do this with someone else and make eye contact, you will start to giggle because yes. you're a little <laughs> silly and ridiculous, which is okay. <laughs> and one of the, the big distinction is when you do this is called laughter yoga. It's heavy on the laughter, light on the yoga. There's some mm -hmm. breathing involved, but it's not special positions or a yoga mat or anything like that. But one of the big rules is if you're doing it with someone else, you make eye contact. If you're doing it alone, you try to use your imagination or a mirror so that you are still making Making eye contact. And the mo most important rule is that you suspend judgment of yourself <laughs> and everyone else. So give yourself permission to go into smile ups. And now you're carrying your best self into that meeting. Yeah, and if you need okay, that's a great tool. Right? Yeah. Huh? Okay, so so smile up. So I love that. So this is about kind of changing your own energy and focus. And I'm thinking about a meeting tomorrow. I'm going to use this for. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's very high stress. So uh, big presentation, a lot of people. So I'm right. like, oh, this is a perfect time to take myself a little less seriously and right. kind of loosen up. It's kind of like, you know, the actors, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> so I actually in you know, anticipating this call, I tried a couple of days ago to do it in the mirror, doing some smile ups and it was making me feel grumpy. I was resisting it so much. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, I do not feel like doing this. And it was like, it was kind of a, a moment in the day that was not going well anyway. And I was just like, I don't want to do it. But I thought, I bet you, if better if you make a habit, it gets easier over time. It does get, it does get easier. I've been laughing for 18 years. Oh my goodness. And, <laughs> and it's on purpose. That's and, amazing. Well, and, and I've been doing it every day since March 9th of 2020, because that's when, you know, the world was turning and everything was stressful. And so I started doing Facebook Live every day for 20 minutes. Wow. And, um, and it really is about creating a daily practice, because the more you do it, the more it becomes your go-to, right? So, but if you're, if, if you're trying smile ups and, and it's not working for you, then there are two other possibilities that are really good to ease yourself into it. So you said you already can laugh on purpose, but for someone who cannot, then this is called laughter breaths. So you breathe in through your nose and you exhale through your mouth. But when you exhale, you're going to say the words, ha, 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 
let it become laughter. And right away, you're feeling a little awkward and silly. So hopefully it becomes real laughter. Nice. Okay. All right. So breathe in and exhale. Ha 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 And you can do that a few times. Now, if you're still finding if that's still not working for you, then try a gradual laugh. So we just experienced laughter as ha ha ha. But now go ahead, close your mouth and try to say ha ha ha. (laughs) You can't say ha ha ha, right? So if we try to do gradual laughter with starting with our mouth closed Mm -hmm. and let it gradually show your teeth and open up, Mm -hmm. you'll move from that mm -hmm to ha ha ha. Okay. So kind of in your mind right now, what I'm going to try to do is imagine that I'm feeling grumpy and that I don't want to do it. And at some point you just make a decision. Okay. Let me try to let go of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, this is as much about mindset mm-hmm. and making a decision. I'm going to try it. Even if I look silly and ridiculous, mm-hmm. remember we're letting go of that negative self-talk. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> and at some point it just becomes real. <laughs> and that's the point start out allowing oh. it and then letting it just flow and see what comes. Wow. That physiologically makes me realize how often I take myself too seriously. Oh, yes. So the resistance is really that like right away, it is something about taking some sort of pride or just the habit of taking yourself too seriously, and not wanting to loosen up literally. Right, right. Well, and in fact, Um, research tells us that when you laugh with someone to make eye contact, you're much more likely to share honest things about yourself, whether you've laughed with strangers or friends. So think about that for team building or for trust in your office. And so if we can create a more playful culture, it doesn't mean I don't care about getting my work done. In fact, there's a guy, there's a teacher in India who is full-time. All they do all day long is go class to class teaching laughter yoga, doing laughter yoga with the kids. And imagine how, if you have lots of energy and you're trying to get that energy out and you can let go with lots of laughter, it actually helps you become more focused. So you're serious at work and you're taking yourself seriously, but as the stress builds, you're getting distracted, you're getting overwhelmed, you're getting burnt out. Absolutely. But if you have that release, like you said, you'd go home and cry. You bring that release with you and you feel okay to laugh. Okay. Everyone has a smile buddy. Okay. It's time for smile ups. I actually have a program at a corporation where we do laughter drills. So there's, uh, there's, I empower a couple of people with whistles, with little smiley faces, and we teach them that randomly throughout the day, and they can choreograph it with each other and, you know, figure it out in the, within the culture. They're just blow the whistle and say, laughter drill, everyone laugh for no reason. And everyone thinks it's ridiculous. And they're like, yeah, uh uh-huh. But somebody laughs. And now somebody else laughs. I'm like, how ridiculous is this? And before you know it, everyone feels better. It's an incredible. Yeah. Wow. And it takes a lot of sort of willpower if you're leading that or you're one of the, you're really dedicating yourself to the process. And then once you actually go, I can only imagine, yeah, how much good it feels at the end. So one distinction. So you've definitely specifically said how 
uh, laughter yoga and, you know, or laughter uh, practices that you do doesn't necessarily specifically involve humor. You're not laughing at something, but if someone was struggling to get their laugh back, Mm -hmm. um, do you also think it's okay if they find those funny animal videos or whatever that make them cry? Absolutely. (laughs) Even though most of us only get our laughter from 20% of humor. Yes. Yes. Um, there's nothing wrong with humor. The one distinction I would make is uh, because we're asking people to not judge ourselves Mm -hmm. or anyone else, Mm -hmm. then the preferred kind of humor, if you're going to use humor, is going to be the humor that is not making fun of someone or at someone else's expense. And that's a distinction that I personally love that. And I think one of the things that makes laughter so good is when you have that distinction, sometimes you get put in a box of you don't have a good sense of humor. What's Uh wrong with you, Sarah, that you don't (laughs) like making fun of other people? (laughs) Well, okay, I can laugh as good as everyone else. And we also laugh sometimes just to fit in. Sure, of course. Find yourself laughing at something that you don't really think is funny, but everyone else is laughing. Yes. It's okay. Don't judge yourself harshly for doing that. Laugh. Yeah, no, I think that's such a great um, explanation and kind of how they're different. I know um, one of my favorite um, kind of YouTube enterprises, if I want to increase my laughter in the past till I've learned these tools, right. was not less of laughing at people getting hurt. Like, I just, that's just not my thing. Like, I can't right. watch that kind of, it does not make right. me happy at all. Right. Um, but there's a few out there that are like um, spoofs of news anchors who couldn't stop laughing. Yes, yes, yes. So you're laughing with them. You're not really laughing at them and they can't stop laughing. And I literally will cry from laughing so hard. So anytime where people have, you know, spoofs from real live shows where they could not stop laughing and the directors can't get them to stop. It's just the best because it's that kind of laughter too. It's that contagious kind. That's the one they have and they can't get rid of it. Right. Yes. (laughs) And it's just the best. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a couple favorite, uh, videos that get me laughing. One of them is there's a video of four babies laughing with their mom in the bed oh, and it's quadruplets and they're just laughing for about a minute oh. and a half. And it's really fun. And then that. there's one about um, some Scottish men in an elevator and it's a voice activated elevator. So they're ah. trying to get the Scottish accent to be understood. And of course you can totally understand them, but the elevator can't. It's hilarious. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to have to look those up because those right. sound fantastic. <laughs> Well, this has been amazing, uh, Sarah. I have to say this has been one of my favorite podcasts just because oh, <laughs> how can you not enjoy laughing? And if that, if you could laugh more and feel better and yes. be more focused and better at your job and more relaxed in your relationships, you literally have nothing to lose. It's not that painful right. to laugh, at least after right. the first few times. <laughs> right. The only side effect is you're going to feel better. Yeah, it's only, I mean, this is up, win, win, win. Well, this is awesome. So um, please tell my listeners where they can find out more about you. So if you visit my website, laughhealthy.com, you'll find all my social media there. You'll find my laughter coloring books and planner there. um, And um, you'll find all about all about me. That's amazing. So please check out Sarah on her website. We'll also put it in the notes. 
And as always, thank you again for joining me on Scotland Talks and do like and subscribe, share it, um, keep this good news going and so we can keep bringing this content to you. As always, you can read more about me, my books and my services at annscotland.com. That's A-N-N-E-S-C-O-T-T-L-I-N or on social media at annscotland. Sarah, thank you again so much for being here and I wish you a very laughable week. Oh, thanks so much. I really appreciate being here. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>